Hi, welcome to Business Link. I'm Jason Ball, President and CEO of the Lincoln Chamber of Commerce. This is our podcast to talk about exciting things going on in the business community in Lincoln. And I am so excited to welcome a friend and community leader here and a business leader in our community, Paul Jarrett. Paul runs Bulu and he founded Bulu. Um, and we connected here recently and thought it would be fun to capture some of that energy on the podcast because there's always a lot going on to talk about. So, uh, Paul, for, for folks that may not be familiar with you or familiar with Bulu as a company, a right, that's right. You've, you've been in the, you've been in the community for a while. <laughs> that's right, Jason. And, and, the, and the suit's making you nervous, I can tell already. No, no. <laughs> I, I pay money if you make me nervous. That's right. That's right. I, I, I'm missing that part of my brand. <laughs> but um, tell people just a little bit about Bulu, kind of how you got started, what your yeah. story is, and, and even, uh, even kind of how you started in Nebraska. Right. Why, why Lincoln as opposed to anywhere else? Yeah, yeah. Well, good job. That only took you eight takes. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Ka-ching. Ball and Paul here. No. Nice. Um, so we started, um, my wife is uh, our co-founder, or how am I supposed to say it in 2023? Um, my spouse happens to be my co-founder. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I'm learning. I'm learning. Um, so we started back in, let's see here, April 12th, 2012. Yeah. And the only reason I remember that is because we tried, I tried to get it to land on April Fool's Day. <laughs> messed up. The perfect day opening, for a Opening move yeah. messed up as a business. Yeah. So, um, no, but we've been at it in the first evolution. So Stephanie is my co-founder. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, she's truly kind of the brains of the operation mm -hmm. running the day-to-day. -day. And I say that because it's very rare in logistics in what we do for yeah. females to kind of go run the show. So if people ask me logistics questions, I'm like, I... I I can hold my own, but if you really want the actual great yeah. mind blowing answer, that's the co-founder. Yeah. But we started, uh, yeah, back in 2012, originally we had a subscription box okay. called, which for people that don't know, a subscription box is essentially a lot of things packed together and shipped on a recurring basis. Yep. We just really latched onto the term subscription box because it's a marketing word mm -hmm. and it made it easier for search. Yeah. But we were the sixth subscription box. There's kind of a renaissance of them. Yeah. And we did Bulu box. And for 10 bucks a month, people could get four to five premium vitamin supplement, healthy snacks, yeah. et cetera. Try what you like, come back, buy full size. Yeah. We'd collect the data, make our own products, and mm -hmm. it was a great model. Um, and a lot of that I learned because I helped a company start called uh, Complete Nutrition. So mm -hmm. employee mm -hmm. number seven, they let me stub my toe yeah. as much as you could imagine. Thanks, Corey. Thanks, Ryan. Um, and just learning about how sampling and how important that was. And so we really focused on trying to figure out, like, what is the value of a sample, mm -hmm. right? Because they work, but nobody really knows, like, how well. Yeah. So we did that for a while. We grew like crazy. I... Maybe I like to believe, or if I was assessing it, I would look back and say, Bulu Box grew so fast and it grew like a software company, yep. but we were all kind of like, wait, do we get a warehouse? Like, what do we do now? Yeah, right? Yeah. So that was awesome. We grew to 60,000 paying customers per month. Um, but it was always, it was tricky just because there was like physical stuff and you're talking to software investors yeah. and out of the gate, we raised capital. Um, we then really focused on doing subscription boxes for other brands yeah. because we knew it inside and out. So, yeah, everybody wants to know the secret of how you work with Disney, GNC, Crayola. Yeah. Um, you pick up the phone. 
<laughs> That's what it was. That's it's, all it was. It's that simple. It really Just was. Just make the call. And I swear on all that's holy. Disney was one phone call. Yeah. And I happened to get through to the right person. And he was so upset wow. and angry. He said, fine, pitch me. You have 30 seconds. Yeah. And I, I, out of nowhere, actually, no credit to the team. Cause I overheard them, mm-hmm. but I was like, there's 12 months. There's 12 princesses do a new princess every month. Yeah. And he's like, that's great. We're pushing female empowerment. Yeah. After you get a Disney, everything kind of fell into place. Yeah. In our spare time, we actually built a software. Um, it was like a LinkedIn.com mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. consumer packaged goods that mm-hmm. was acquired by another company. So yeah. Full disclosure, that just kept us alive. We yeah. needed that money. Yeah. And it was great. And we we're growing, doubling, tripling profits. Pandemic hits. Yeah. And a lot of those big brands were unsure about anything other than essential work. And yeah. if anything, you're in logistics, although it was great for shipping, it really just the whole game changed. Like labor changed. Um, I mean, labor changed big time, cleanliness, restrictions, all of that. And, yeah. and we were, you know, we knew subscription boxes and all of that stuff, but I really kind of look at the last two years or whenever the pandemic started, like mm-hmm. we had to learn all of the other things about fulfillment and logistics. Mm-hmm. And so in a very, in that time period is actually about eight months. Um, we got 80% new staff. Mm-hmm. which was large in part because we needed to understand logistics. So we needed yeah. the pros to come in. Right. Yeah. We, um, hats off to Speedway and clay. They helped us completely gut and redo our warehouse, doubled the space. Yeah. Um, and then we actually went through what's called a WMS. It's like, um, what QuickBooks is to finance is what a WMS is to a warehouse. Okay. Right. Okay. And to go, usually people might get a new system, might every five years. We went through three in eight months. You just had trouble picking one or Um, what? We really, we, we have high standards. We are, the reason we're in the logistics industry and the, the one geographically, it makes sense, which is a big part to me of, if you want to grow, you should have all the right tools and assets and resources around you. I think. Lincoln should only do e-commerce. That's probably another podcast, right? Yeah. Uh, but it is just the perfect location for cattle and e-commerce. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I could explain yeah. that, but, yeah. um, you know, going through all that, really, we ended up developing some partnerships and yeah. there was a company that had a vision and they were just acquiring companies and they were kind of building the thing that we were going to have to build. Yeah. Um, but I'm now like, it's called extensive is the name of the software. And okay. I was like, hey, can I be on your, just called up the CEO. Yeah. Can I be on your product development team? Yeah, after a few no's, he's like, actually, this might be kind of wise. And yeah. I've just, we've really grown with their software. Um, they have a ton of money, ton of resources, whatever. Yeah. And we're kind of their boots on the floor testing stuff out. Yeah. And it's just been phenomenal. So we're chomping at the bit to like, you know, we, we I kind of look at COVID, like we took that time to put all of the other foundational pieces in that we kind of missed when we took off. And it was a very conscious effort. Like be quiet on social media, just put your head down, do the work. And I mean, I I get goosebumps because I'm like, we're, we're coming out swinging here. Like we're kind of, we don't want to come out hard. We're going to kind of slowly creep back. But the big difference is now with our team, which is the most important thing. Yeah. 
and our facilities and the relationships locally and whatever, we're, we're going after like local and regional stuff, which we've never done before. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, Disney and all those, like if you can do global shipping for that level of a company, um, it, it isn't that it's easy locally, but you know, a lot of the problems or mm -hmm. things like we know the path ahead. And so we've landed like a couple of local clients and it's been like really, really awesome to be like, come into the warehouse. Yeah. Uh, just this morning I had two people from in motion. Yeah. And we just yeah. mapped out and I was like, here, I'll just, I'll just show you what I'm talking about. And 120,000 square foot warehouse, yep. just walk out there and go, this goes there and just to see that click. So I'm really looking forward to like this kind of next chapter of the company. Cause I feel like we get to do a lot of the things that we always talked about, but yeah. we finally slowed down and now we're just getting in that ramp up. So it's exciting. So I want to, I want to get to where, where you're at now yeah. here in, in a second and just take a little bit of a, 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 a deeper dive. Kind I of next 12 in. years into that little that's very no very efficient tight this Good is, this is yeah, that's yeah. A, that's a warehouse and logistics yeah. mind few people got hurt along the way you know, a few people made a lot of money right. oh whatever um i i can remember uh when we met uh or right after you Sorry. guys got started Sorry. no it was it was a fabulous yeah. lunch i remember this very well but i actually um, do too we uh, uh we had a great conversation but i i had never been exposed to subscription boxes yeah, it was yeah. completely new to me yeah. and i remember um after that meeting and after I had transitioned to a, uh, another opportunity in a different community there, um, all of a sudden, boom, subscription yeah. boxes for yeah. everything under the sun, yep. clothes, shaving stuff, yeah. uh, hair products. Like there, there was a subscription box for everything. And I remember thinking, wow, they were on the cutting edge of that. If they would oh, just how, listen to me, how did they, they right. just listen to me? How did, how did you feel like, did you ever have that, uh, sort of confidence or swagger that comes with kind of knowing you were on the, front end of a wave like that and to a as fault. a trend or to a fault. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would say that's probably as a leader, as a CEO, as like a local person, um, probably the thing that I run into the most is there's actually a term for it at work. It's called the actually Paul, uh -huh. which is like, I'll say something and it feels like insane, crazy. Like, mm -hmm. what is he talking about? Like if we just do those three things, um, but then we get close and I'm not always right, but usually the path or the direction, yeah. like it's like uh, knowing that you're not going to be a hundred percent correct is kind of the trick. Mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. knowing and being okay with 80%, but when you get to that 80%, you're going to actually know what to do. Yeah. yeah. And that has never scared me. Right. Yeah. And it's interesting to me that it scares people because the, you know, a business is a living, breathing organism. It yeah. needs to be fed. It needs to grow. It has to develop. Yeah. Like I will, I will fight anybody that disagrees with that. Right yeah. now your business might be fully grown, which is what you want it to be, mm -hmm. but it still needs food and water and air mm -hmm. and, and you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, so if, you know, the way to do that, if you want to grow is to push forward and, you know, know that you're going to stumble and trip what's actually scarier to me is like not doing that, yeah. right? Like becoming yeah. stagnant. Cause you know, every business ever in the history of the world has failed and mm -hmm. will fail. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so like, what are you actually doing? You're, you're almost like, it feels like redeveloping the business. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, you know, there's, there's, um, there's plenty of things that it feels like I'm like, Oh, that will work. Yeah. 
absolutely but like do do are the is the juice worth worth the squeeze yeah. right that's yeah. that's the tricky part and not being too early yeah um and not being too late so yeah. you know like the subscription box thing we were number six yeah and it does god bless i love the midwest i love nebraska and whatever but it feels like a lot of times we got to see it happen somewhere else yeah yeah. before we're okay with it, yeah. you know? And so like, that's the part where, you know, if you can kind of manipulate a subscription box and go in reality, it's just putting four or five, six things in a box together and shipping it as one. What is actually different about that? The technology for the delivery, for mm -hmm. the retail stores, mm -hmm. you know, that's the actual problem. Yeah. So when you get to like, how did you, you know, you, you kind of stated it as like, how were you on the cutting edge of subscription box? Mm -hmm. I think, oh no, we just knew that when it got to target, when it got to wherever, yeah. that there's this thing called EDI compliance that's tricky. And if we can just get that part right, then ah. you can kind of do it anywhere. So yeah. somebody's going to solve the problem. Yeah. So it's like, maybe it's yeah. the answer is if you solve a really hard problem for a lot of people and that's, you know, packaged up and commercialized and sold, then all of a sudden you look like a genius, right? Yeah. And and yeah. also the rub is you're either a genius or a a hole, right? Like, <laughs> like when you're right, yeah, it's incredible. And yeah. also you got to celebrate with everybody. Yeah. When you're wrong, you're alone. Nobody wants to talk to you. You know what it's I'm saying? A, it's but, the same old Monday morning quarterbacking, right? Yeah. It's it's easy yeah. once you know what has happened yes. already after yes. a decision. And yeah. everybody knows that, yeah. but like it's still scary and embarrassing and yeah. vulnerable and whatever but yeah. i don't know luckily for better or worse like that part of my brain just kind of yeah. like whatever it's just part of the process it's just so, the journey so i want to clarify this has been a great conversation about sort of the process you went yeah. through and, and you did cram a whole lot of uh company history and learning and, into, a, into a fast time but um, for season three like like at the moment you're at now you've kind of moved away from the as i understand it you've moved away from the subscription box side and, and you're more of a, a third-party logistics company yeah, yeah, right? yeah so i would say that we are like visually mentally the thing and the direction that we're going is clear as day in my mind yeah now to put that together into a format that's easily digestible for a team to get behind Yeah, when we still do have some like outstanding things to take care of. Yeah. It's, it's a more of a matter of like doing the right thing at the right time, yeah. not getting ahead of your skis. Right. And yeah. so here's what I do now. Um, and we, we've been like pushing this tagline literally within the last like week or two. And it's something I always wanted to do, but kind of was, you know, like people kind of cringed when they heard it. But, uh, what we're telling people, and it is does include subscription boxes, mm. um, is that we do the tricky ship, yeah, IP as in shipment, right? Now, thank you, thank you for being cautious not to get us sued by the FCC. I, I accidentally <laughs> said. What's funny is people will say it back with a T, but like that, it's like that is the reason because as we're acting as a three PL fulfillment facility, yeah. If we wanted to get really technical, I'm like we're a four point five. PL, yeah. but nobody cares, right? Yeah. Um, but what, what we kind of explain it to people is, look, if you're selling anything online, at the order page where the product is, mm -hmm. the little buttons that say buy once, subscribe, you know, yeah. gift or whatever, 99% of people selling online don't have that, but that structure correct. Yeah. Why? 
because at the end, the delivery, the logistics, the EDI compliance is the problem. Yeah. So we're kind of letting people know that, hey, look, from the order page to the front door distribute, wherever it has to go, we can manage that whole thing for just the price of packing it and shipping it, yeah. which essentially will like net a buck on it. Yeah. But more volume, yeah. more, more, more than everybody benefits from it. So, and it's, it's really started to pick up. I think actually our biggest challenge was shaking off a little bit of that subscription box. We don't want to abandon it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. But also we don't just want to be known as a subscription box because that's a really difficult. I always told people a subscription box is a really nice tool in your toolbox. It is not the entire set. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and yeah. so, yeah. And we kind of know a little bit, like I want to probably next year, towards the end of the year, I want to actually get back into developing consumer packaged goods, like yeah. our own brands. Yeah. And I think that's kind of the ultimate goal is like our brand, our facilities, total vertical, you know, industry. We just own the whole entire process yeah. and just have fun with the products. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I'm, I won't share any of the ideas right now, but it's, it's kind of a lot of the products where you go, like, wouldn't that be funny if, uh huh. And they aren't ridiculous, but it's like, oh, that would be interesting to see as a pancake. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That would be interesting to see as a chip. Because over 12 years, we've developed so many relationships with manufacturers and we've yeah. made a lot of people money yeah, that yeah. we can go to them and say, we want to do this thing. And they're like, sure, what do you want? Yeah. You know? So yeah. it's I think it's going to be really, really fun. The next three years are going to be a blast. So, Paul, you have uh, uh, been an entrepreneur in this community for quite a while now. Yeah, I'm going to pull out a, a blast from the past here. Oh, um, you've been you've been such a voice. I don't even have uh, one of those, man. For this, this well, I'm solving awesome. this today. Um, we we found this in a, in a box of stuff in our yeah. entrepreneurship. So, Kathy yeah. Anderson with the Lincoln Partnership for Economic Development, our economic development part of the program here. Um, um, uh, has a vintage box of these, yeah. But this this came from a lot of what you were pushing on social media and in a lot of your speeches about yeah. why Lincoln's a great place to yeah. to be a startup company. Yeah, yeah. So I got this for you, but but tell, well, tell me about Bang the Drum. How'd you, you get, know, get to that? Bang the Drum is after you know I was uh, uh, my father was a chief in the police department, mother um, ran a business, Catholic school kid, entire yeah. life. And it always just felt like I, I was the loud, annoying kid. I mean, I was, right? Yeah, like yeah. the lack of, I thank God I was good at sport. Or thank gosh I was good at sports because yeah. that kind of saved me. Yeah. But living in New York City, living in San Francisco, pitching to hundreds of people to ask them for millions of dollars, you really start to see how valuable that look at me yeah. attitude is. Yeah. And I think in the Midwest, it feels like a negative thing, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like it's like, just be humble, be quiet or be what I'm, I kind of wave my BS flag on that. I think yeah. it is the fear of embarrassment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, we would, when you self promote on social media or you're trying to encourage people like let people, you have an awesome product. Like yeah. you guys are doing awesome stuff in the chamber. Like talk yeah. about, you know, yeah. it's like free advertising you're missing out on. Yeah. It was, you know, we, we were using the term humble brag was popular at the time yeah, yeah. and just, it, I almost vomited saying it it's <laughs> such a weird, I don't know. Yeah. And, and I just was 
banging my head trying to figure out how do you say that? How do we make that our own? And we had kind of made subscription box our own. Yeah. Like the term. Yeah. And you know, I'm like, I remember saying like, I'm banging my head. It's like, and somehow just banging the drum. It just, nobody really knows where it came from or whatever, but it seems socially acceptable to, instead of humble brag, you know, say like, Hey, I'm banging the drum because what it represents is, I'm not just talking about me. Mm-hmm. We all need to like bang this drum together yeah. because if we don't, we're just going to continue to be a flyover state. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But if we bang the drum for the chain, like, like it's like, you just want to like shake people and go, there should be nothing in our community, yeah. nothing in Lincoln and Omaha, nothing in the state, frankly, nothing in the Midwest mm-hmm. where we are competitive and, you know, cannibalizing each other and like, going after employees and yes. you know yeah. like that like just play firm and fair yeah because the big bad wolves mm-hmm. they're on the east coast and the west coast yeah. and they're eating you for lunch and you don't know it right now yeah. so yeah. let's kind of it's like a rising tide raises all ships yeah. right and so that's kind of the idea behind it and you know what's interesting is like Somebody actually came up to me the other day and they said, like, I remember when you're doing bang the drum. I was like, yeah, like I look yeah. at it as very positive. They're like, whatever happened to that? I'm like, I just want to be like that, that, that's what happened. Yeah. The waiting for it to fail attitude. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happened in my mind. You know, it serves its purpose. Hopefully it gets legs and gets resurrected. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But like that, that attitude of like, surely it couldn't be us. Surely it couldn't be me. Like, yeah you're almost like waiting for yourself to fail or whatever. If you can eradicate that or get over that, that's what bang the drum is about. Like if you fail, bang the drum, like who cares? We all know, everybody knows. Say the thing out loud because you might help somebody else. You you know, uh, these themes that you're talking about, about it's not just one person's voice. It's a whole community. Exactly. These Mm -hmm. are the, these are the things that come up in, in the, the vitality Lincoln strategy, which you can find on LCOC.com for anyone that that wants to check it out. Yeah. Product placement. Um, but, uh, um, and that is a good, it's, it's so important. Um, for communities now, and especially Midwestern communities yeah. and cities like Lincoln, having gotten to run chambers in three other states mm-hmm. since I've been gone and, and come back, it is it, we have so much to be proud of. Mm-hmm. I, I we are in so much better position than so many of the uh, communities that I have either served in or seen uh, in those travels, and and I think often we in Lincoln just struggle with not knowing that or yeah. having the confidence in that. Yeah. Um, and so I, I, have always loved bang the drum. I think it always resonated with me and, yeah. and uh, I'm, I'm glad Let's that bring we it back. Visit it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, that's, that's, those are the things that we want to do more of and yeah. get involved and like, you know, why not? Right. So speaking of bringing things back, we're going to have to bring you back. We're out of time. Uh, but, but I want to make sure that as things continue to evolve and you oh, we're gonna have some news for you, reach your next steps, we, we want to bring you back and, and, yeah. uh, bang the drum some more, yeah, uh, about what's going on at Bulu. <laughs> Paul, thank you. Thank you so much. It's been so awesome yeah. to reconnect with you. Yeah. Uh, this has been business link. Uh, hey, thanks to the crew too. They never gave any love. That's right. <laughs> Appreciate you, all 15 of you. Thank Q, you. Q motion. You Check them out. You up there in the right um, so this has been Jason Ball uh, with Business Link. Check us out on your favorite uh, podcast location, or you can find more about what's going on at the Lincoln Chamber. Visit Lincoln and the Lincoln Partnership for Economic Development at lcoc.com. Thanks.